as you ascend the, the final stairs, Ajasar kind of puts his hands up to pause you and says, whatever happens up there, I need you to not act rash. There's a life on the line. Whatever is there, wait for some kind of signal from me. We must not let the prince die. Understood. And he steps up, leading the way to the final landing. What you see is not a pointed mountain peak. You find yourself on a kind of flattened, almost plateau, a flattened platform of earth. Massive, yeah, in size. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know, 150 feet across, be 100 feet wide. A couple of things you notice. Now, this final staircase that you've, you've been walking up, you know that off the edge of this plateau is... 50, 70, 80 foot drop of almost sheer cliff. You can see it as you're ascending the final stairs. In the center of this clearing is essentially a, a, a box, a, a large 20 foot by 20 foot by maybe 10 foot high, almost like a raised stage, but it's made of this kind of light, brown, tan, sandstone type material. You can see symbols and patterns adorning its sides. Surrounding it, most noticeably, are six pillars, each one being somewhere between five to ten feet in, in diameter that jut up into the sky stopping it maybe 30 feet above the ground. You notice that at the top of every pillar, it's carved into a throne. Six thrones, all facing inward at this center-raised platform. Things you notice, and I'll put them on the map in just a moment. Hovering five or so feet from the ground, his inky black wings outstretched, his black demon armor adorning his body, his large two-handed scythe kind of just kind of casually leaning to the ground. He's looking at the stairs as if waiting for you. You hear, you see him turn his head to get the attention of the others who turn and face you. Atop the platform, you see Callum, his hands bound, his feet bound, and a cloth gag preventing him from speaking. Standing behind Callum, holding the dagger that is placed up against his throat. Don't do it. Don't do it. Is Duke... Edgar Craig Russell. What did you think it was going to be? Evil. Tilko. 
What? Oh my gosh. I haven't finished describing the scene yet, no. Steve. You can see the blade pressed and Brimley, as you are probably the only one at the height with Aegisar, you see his right fist fall up and clench tightly. Leaning up against the side, from your perspective, the right side uh, against this kind of middle throne, there's a huddle, there's a mess of fabric and hair on the floor. And you see a, a being who is bound. Firmly, you instantly recognize this as your headmaster. Oh, poop. The one who gave you the orb. And the reason that you can recognize him is because he is illuminated in the blue light issuing from the runes that are glowing across his form. You see the pattern swirling like water. <gasps> As you crest the final stairs, oh. all of your runes begin to glow brighter. For the first time, all four being this close to one another. As you survey the scene, your heart drops and you, Windar, the most. As leaning casually up against the block is Dira Haytham. <gasps> oh no. Oh no. Oh my Bahamut. Edgar! And the Duke simply smiles. What dark machination is this? And the Duke smiles again, this time even more maniacally. And he says, years of planning, old friend, years and years of planning. Thank you for leaving the prince unattended. I must confess he was the hardest piece of the puzzle I intended. Puzzle? Oh, yes. You can thank your friends here for the rest. Oh, he needed us here. And Aegisar looks to the left and right. There is pain and hurt in his... What is he? You? What is he? And he actually turns to face you. I think it's a trap. I think he lured us what? here. He wanted us here. And he looks past you. Down the stairs that you've come from. Because behind you <laughs> is the angel. Gallandale. I'm going to be right one of these times. It's, it's Gallandale. Behind you is the ethereal form of Aberstall. Oh. Grayson. Buddy. Oh, no. Who moves through you as a group, putting his hand up to push past you despite his no. obvious ghost-like no. form. And you see Aegisar look up confusion in his eyes and Aberstall walks past him and floats so gracefully toward the platform 
and he turns to you and, and you can see his mouth moving, but really it echoes in your mind. Hello again, my friends. I must confess, I wasn't sure we would actually arrive here. You used us! Which was a necessary um, thing. I must admit, I have always sided with law, but... Winder, I must confess, I was worried the first time we laid eyes upon one another in my golden sanctum that you had already seen through my little ruse. Fortunately, the your friends managed to convince you otherwise. I... And you see the smile just building upon his face, and he just... It's so haunting. You've never seen Aberstall look like this. I must confess, I've waited a thousand years! And at that moment, you see Edgar begin to move his arm, holding the dagger, everybody roll initiative. Ah, you get advantage, remember. Yes, I do. <laughs> ah! But now you got to pick up the rolls. Huh? <sighs> I know. That's a bad roll. He looks like a pirate. Name. Edgar Gray Grizzle. More like Edgar Graybeard. Oh, what'd you get? Fifteen. Windar, what'd you get? Fourteen. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, Twenty. You get? I, I got either. eight. Am I rolling separately for for Bonzi? I don't know. Uh, y- yes, you got an eight. You said. Yeah. Heckle, heckle. And Bonzi got a 10, which works out perfectly for me. All right. So in front of you, the gray piece represents Callum. The bandit behind him represents the Duke. There's a gray piece kind of leaning up against the throne. That's your headmaster. Who is dead or dying? Oh, he's, he's bound and alive. Oh, he's alive. He's, I, he looks, oh. he's, he looks, he's look, darting, looking around. Uh, his, his legs are very bound. And he's just kind of like leaning on the floor. He looks beaten and bruised. How did he get involved? The okay. orange piece is uh, Dira, as it has always been. And then that kind of black shadowy warrior is the Angel of Death. The Angel. So, oh. at the top of the initiative order. I'm sorry, who was the... Oh, sorry, where I didn't did, put, um, did? put Aberstall on the map. Aberstall is standing next to the Duke. Yep. And then, I'm sorry, who is this? But Dira. facing you. Dira, That's okay. Dira, Dira, Dira. Dear, dear, dear. You got to be really patient with me. I have three insanely high, powerful characters in front of me. Oh, so, cool. Yeah. So this, uh, yeah, it's, it, this may be a little clunky. At the top of the initiative order, none of you can react fast enough. And the dagger, an ancient, no! an ancient piece of stone slides across the throat of Callum. But quicker than any of you can react, Aegisar's hand whips out and you see the, crest, the, the crystal that's embedded in his palm glow white. And a white hexagon appears at Callum's throat. And although the blade gets streaked with blood and a gush covers the cloth that Callum is wearing. You see no gash. The Duke pushes Callum aside. 
throwing him to the ground. You can actually knock. He's, he's going to roll, but oh, nice. Uh, actually, can you put him the next square over? Uh, yeah, like that. Thank you. Pushes him to the side, leaving himself to be successful. Oh, okay. <laughs> and with that, that is what he did. His, the, his action complete, he yells to the sky, by the blood of your blood and the keys of this realm. And you feel this pulse at his words. Come down from the heavens and take back your helm. Take this vessel for you I yearn, dear monarch. Return. Aegisar. What's going on? <laughs> Aegisar. Can I yell as a reaction? What kind of lame name is Antioch anyway? <laughs> you want to use your reaction? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought this was just like it could be done. Aegisar begins to bolt forward. So if you could actually move that purple piece, that represents Aegisar. Uh, uh, all 30 should get That's him the there. And then is going to use so. essentially 10 to leap up and grab on and there, and he's next to the prince. Aegisar, uh, like upon, oh wait, no, 30, 10. All right, well, he uses action to get up there. Sorry, guys. That's, uh, <laughs> that's Aegisar's turn. Okay. Um, cool. The angel. Uh. The angel does this. About to get real holy cool in here. Thing. He he pulls a talisman out of his uh, like robes, <laughs> and he squeezes it tightly. And he throws it to the ground, and as it cracks and slams on the ground, there's this. <laughs> sucking sound as time and space begin to warp around the point. And there in front of you is this, is this orb of dark oh, matter. No. And if you could put this, this black D20. Oh, no. Like right there. Uh, maybe, oh. maybe, maybe a little bit, maybe like a little bit farther. I'm going to say that he flew around. So he's like, he's like where Deera is, but on the other side. And he kind of casts it on the ground in front of you. So it's right there, kind of in, no, no, like right in between your two groups. Yeah, like right there. It's only five feet big. Oh, he, no. He throws it on the ground and he uses that as his, as his action to summon this sphere of dark energy. Which makes it Gentus' turn. That's a sign. Yeah. <laughs> uh. You gather at this point. <laughs> it's the sign, yeah. <laughs> there is no more sign. Got it. I got the sign. All right. So, looking at that dark energy, mm -hmm. I would like to. I'm going to try to dispel it. Okay. With the spell magic. Okay. So, uh, yeah. The target has to make an ability check using your spell cast ability. DC equals 10 plus the spell's level. No, any spell of third level lore. Oh, got it. I have to make the check. Yeah, yeah. Got it. So, got it. 
And I'm adding my Bell modifier. Not gonna work. Fifteen. Okay. Um. So I I, I do it. Does they happen? You kind of reach out your magic, and this kind of breeze kind of pulses out from you, and and leaves kind of apparate from nowhere, and they kind of hurtle towards this thing, and it almost writhes in reaction to the magic you're sending at it. Almost, almost like breathing into the base of some flames. But no, nothing happens. Cool. Alright, so I will rotate around towards kind of the headmaster's direction. Pretty much right there. So in view of my friends, but kind of in a like a Mexican standoff, right? Mm-hmm. Is what they call it with uh, with Dira and the headmaster. Got it, Korath. Okay, um, I am going to bonus action huge, so I'm going to go huge. Okay, um, and then um, action, I am going to I'm going to toot a little ditty on that horn, <laughs> and uh, yeah. I, I've been holding the horn the whole time because I had an idea of what it could do. Mm-hmm. And as I, as I reach my full size, I just bellow on this horn, calling forth the spirits from the warrior spirits from beyond. Yeah, from beyond. Is there a radius with which they all appear? I can... Warrior spirits from Valhalla appear within 60 feet of you. Cool. So I want them to be... So, five. So I, I had Alex re-roll the number of berserkers just in case so we could figure out some things. Okay, so I'm putting, I'm putting six here. Uh, I'm putting six here, six here, and six here. Uh, is there... Is there... We... Is there, like, a mini that you want me to use we for each of those groups? Of. Maybe like like little ones. Like, do we have eighteen? <laughs> like goblins? Yeah, maybe yeah, that, that would that goblins. could work. Goblins could work. They're small, so we'll see. And I appear that I, I I imagine they like charge in from the sides, but like they like they like they like pretty much like. So we're putting down all eighteen. They apparate. Yes. They apparate as we're gonna have them attack. There's gonna, essentially going to be three groups of six. Oh, so they're acting as one and, monster. Well, they're they're all going to act as individual monsters. Well, that's what I mean. But like when they would make an attack roll, I'm going to have six one of them six. be bound to one right. attack roll. So succeeds, they all succeed. Fail, they all fail. Just for the sake of expediency. Time. Um, okay, I'm just going to put four down for each group because. Or do you want me to actually do six? I mean, it's up group. to you because you could even if so. Even if they're in different groups, um, they could technically attack different targets. Like you could have three go to one person and three go to the other, and their attacks are still connected to each other, even though the the, the target of those attacks is different. Okay. Oh my gosh, so listeners! Many... I gave Alex more dice to roll. Thanks, Owen. Oops. <laughs> Whoops. Just use the um. And as they come rushing forth, what do they look like, Owen? So from the remnants of the mist and fog that hangs over the mountain, you see rushing out 
armored in just animal hide, but weapons drawn and ready. Eighteen spectral goliaths. Whoa. Rushing forward. Does Korath recognize any of the faces? Korath recognizes all of the faces. It's your fam, bruh. So he didn't lie. And then uh, Korath, uh, if, if he's huge, could he bound over this? Uh, it's about 30 feet tall, so uh, no. Okay. Um, you have a hard time. Oh, wait. Is, <laughs> am I on the... No, I'm, I'm too big to be on the... When you, when you grew, you just kind of started standing, and now you're Griffin, or you're sorry, your Pegasus, Pegasus between your legs. Technically, any spell that you cast on yourself also affects your mount. That's a big horse. <laughs> wait, but he would be a size big... Would he be a size... Bigger still? Does that um, make him gargantuan? I'm gonna say, for the sake of it's dope, yeah. <laughs> Give me I'll a dragon say, or something. <laughs> I didn't bring anything that big. This dragon size. <laughs> I really didn't think through this part, to be honest. Oh so. my gosh, this is amazing. Why don't you take <laughs> so, one of those platforms? Why don't we? Why don't we do this? Why don't we put just Korath maybe on a four by four sized something? And that will will be reminded that that is both. No, yes! no, 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 no,
<laughs> oh, it keeps giving me cool stuff, okay? <laughs> Alex, can you actually move Karth a, a little bit back? Because I want to use a spell and I don't want to affect you. Uh, well, because I can actually have the space for it now. Alright, so I'm in the air. Uh, that was some hella metagame. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you shouldn't have done that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm in the, I'm, I'm in the oh, air. So, I'm yeah, in the he, air. He's, like, he's at least 30 feet up because okay. he's on top of the pillar. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, I'm like flying like, and I'm like posed to strike. Word. All right, so sans all that. <clears throat> so who's going? Um, the the angel. Oh dear! Didn't he just go? Yep. Oh, cool. Love them actions. The, just do it. Just get it over with. Oh, easy. So the uh, you can't see his face. He's wearing a a de- a black demon. Metal mask, metal, and it's gonna, it's gonna jut towards Junta. It's gonna hit Junta. Uh, Junta, make a dexterity saving throw. Rough life. Uh, you is is this, this advantage against a spell? Is this a spell? Uh, it's not a spell. Oh, I'm... yeah. Uh oh, Spadudios. Yeah, 14. Uh, you actually succeed. Nice. As he... There we go. As he sends the sphere towards Junta, you hear a whisper in your head. Kill the spare. I hear that, or who is that? Everybody hears it. I mean, it's from Harry Potter. Yeah, but it's awesome. Uh, that will make it Windar's turn. What does it even mean? I think I know. <laughs> Who that come on? Okay, the spare. You're the spare. I am the spare. You're the spare. I'm not the key, so I must be the spare. I'm a spare key. Oh! <laughs> All right, so. Wow. This is rough. What an honor. So I'm pretty upset. This is very, this is hard. Um... I look at Dira and just lock eyes with her. Is she like smug? Like what's going on with her? She has a pained expression. Stab her. Stab her. Stab her. Stab her. Did already. But um <laughs> 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 Wow. That was sick. Wow. So right, right ne- next to Dira is the angel. Yeah. Is yeah. there like the angel of death angel or yeah, like, yeah. okay, cool. Do you, have we talked to another angel? I mean, the other angels we just met. They are, yeah, yeah, other yeah, angels. All right, all right, all right, all right. You're good, you're good, you're good. Yeah, you're right. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to... Oh, man, this mm-hmm. is rough. I have to unbutton my pants. Mm, cool. that's, that's pretty rough. They need to know. All right. I just glare at the angel of death and I point a finger at him because I'm... Not going to use a Sandira. Not yet. And I use Dissonant Whispers at 6th level. Ooh. And... What do I got to roll? Ooh. Wisdom saving throw. Uh, 18. And going to use Cutting Words also. And Windar, uh, Windar tells him... So what kind of saving throw? Sorry. Wisdom. Oh my goodness. Let's not be very wise. He's fighting us. <clears throat> yeah, it's... I can't even think of a good pun either. Whiz bum. Yeah. He says, Jesus H. Macy. 
Yeah, I got nothing. Why are you here? You just you're the spare. Minus seven. <laughs> minus seven. So he rolled a twenty-three. Oh, minus seven to that. <laughs> All right. So what's that? A sixteen? Yeah. Okay. All right. So he gets um eight d six. Eight. Roll them. Oh, rolling. Oh, it's a bunch of butts here. Eight. Ten. 23 psychic damage. And he feels slightly offended. Slightly? He's like, me? How am I the spare? As he should. <laughs> Safe to say this guy's a weenie, huh? I have a question. Oh, I apologize. I added the wrong number. Oh. He doesn't have a plus five to his wisdom. Okay. Uh, yeah. He row, uh, so uh, 30 minus seven. 23. 23. So, so he takes half, half damage? Yes. Okay. Half damage. So 23 oh. divided oh, by up. two is 11. Mm-hmm. Cool. Also, Windar is going to, because he's all spotted up, he's going to move 5, 10. 10 feet to the uh, to his left and then go 20 feet up on the wall. Okay. And that's my turn. Cool. Dira. Dira is going to sprout six kind of bronze gold wings. <sighs> No. As she does, this kind of this rush of air kind of shoots out from her. On the start of your turn, something's going to happen. So, just remember that. Okay. Okay. Nothing happens. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Cool. And she's going to do something else, but you guys can't see it. So that's her turn. That makes it Bonzi's turn. So no, I'm sorry. She is going to she's going to fly. She's going to incur some attacks of opportunity from I'm gonna say just two as one is kind of giving her a lot of cover uh, around that corner, but she's gonna take attacks of opportunity from two of your berserkers. So you can roll an attack. If it hits two, she's gonna get two hits against her. Okay, so it's so I'm just single attacks. I'm not it's not the group attacking. You're doing it the same way, but if it hits, only two of them are going to hit her instead of all six. Right, so I'm only rolling two d12, not no, six d12. You're rolling one d12 oh, okay. for that whole little group right there. Got it. But only two Wait, of them are within d- range. Attack roll is a d12 instead of a d20? Yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. No, it's not. Sorry. <laughs> that is a... Sorry. Uh, shoot, 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 shoot. Um, oh. Sorry, I just want to check their attack. Okay, plus five. So that's 22. That doesn't hit. Okay. Uh, she kind of she kind of whips her blade around and parries. Kind of parries it. Uh, okay. The strike. Strikes. Yeah. Um, Bonzi's up. Uh, Bonzi is up, yeah. So Bonzi's gonna fly to the left here. 
behind the same pillar that uh, Korath and Trevor kind of like. Are you, are you on top? Or are you like hovering over? We're flying, it? flying over it. Yeah, he's gonna hide behind that pillar so nobody else can see him. Like none okay. of the bad guys can see him. That's his turn. Okay. Oh, okay. It's Brimley's <laughs> turn then. Brimley is going to start making his way to his headmaster as he goes. Um, seven bright lights start encircling his head. Ooh. Oh yeah. What color are they? They're his standard uh, uh radiant white thing going on. Cool. Maybe a little tinge of green in there, but oh. mostly white. Right. Um but one, two, and then and use your action to do that, so Yes. I just want to double check something. And I can use a bonus action to send out one of all of those lights. Yep. Yeah. Or all of them. I can send one of the moats with each bonus action. Are you sure? That's what it says. You can use a bonus action to send one of the moats. Oh. Okay. Yep. So I'm gonna send one of those soaring. I figure out this angle I could see kind of the people on top of the platform. Mm-hmm. Soaring straight into uh, the duke there. Okay. And I'm going to roll my attack roll. That's a 23. Uh, that hits. Uh, 10 plus 16 is 26 points of damage. All right. He takes it to the chest. And you see the, the clothes that he's wearing... Get get blasted off. Yeah. You see this this searing burn on his skin on his shoulder, and he he om- you know he he almost drops the dagger, but he kind of almost he, he like drops hunches down in reaction, and he looks really really hurt. Good, like he looks he looks really really that hurt. That was the goal. All right, and then that's a uh, that makes it the barbarian's turn. turn. All right, before the barbarians go, uh, Brimley. Yeah, should have had you do this at the beginning of your turn, and I didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, roll a wisdom saving throw. What if I don't want to? Okay. <laughs> Beat a twenty. A twenty. This is that pulse of gold light that came out of Dira. Uh, the barbarians are up. You can actually have all of you can again. You're going to roll them in groups of six, essentially, so three times. You can also roll them uh, wisdom saving throws. I haven't warmed up yet, dude. Um, so that would be a 17, mm-hmm. a 12, mm-hmm. and a 12. Cool. They are all... Steve, what are you going to do? I was an 18. Cool. I'm going to live with that. Grimly, and all 18 of the Goliath spirits are frightened. Oh, okay. Okay, I can live with that. Nope. It lasts for one minute. No, no. There's no save at the end of every turn. It lasts for one minute, or until damage. Right. Maybe I shouldn't have told you. No. Cool. It is the barbarians' turns. They. They cannot move closer. Taped over the frightened condition. I did not. I don't have the frightened condition. Should be on there. It's on there. It has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of its fear is within line of sight and it can't so move willingly close closer. Their eyes. Yeah. And then attack with disadvantage because of the eyes being closed. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to choose to not have disadvantage because I'm going to have them, I'm going to have this group attack recklessly. Ah, cool. Um, Are they attacking Dira? 
Yes. You can have them kind of, you can move them. You can move them individually. They don't have to stay as a mob. Yeah, but, okay, so they can't move closer, but can they flank around her? There are, yeah, they're they, can, they, can, they can move around. They can't move distance towards her, so I can say they can surround, they can surround her. Oh, wait, so. Oh, wait, no, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Dira is, Dira's not there. She flew up to take an, and got an attack of opportunity. Oh yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, I apologize. But I, sh- oh, right. I, didn't, I just didn't move her piece. She flew up, took took those attacks of opportunity. Um, oh, you're you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. And didn't get hit, and she landed. Sorry, near Junta, so kind of on the other side of Brimley. But also, I think it means that the actually the far two sides, the far two groups of Burians, are not frightened. They're actually not close enough to her. Um, yeah. To get frightened. Yeah. Okay. So only that one group of barbarians is frightened. My so okay, so then they're still going to attack recklessly, but they are going to move. He is ten feet off the ground. <sighs> yeah, you can use one of these to represent that. Okay, he is flying ten feet off. The ground. Okay, um, it's the barbarians turns. Right, it's the barbarians turns. How how tall is this platform? About five feet up. Oh, oh no, no, it's yeah, you're right, you're right. It's half half of the the length of the width, so it's ten feet up. Okay, so they're going to jump up there. So can they get up there with the with half their movement? Uh, Are they going to be able to get up there? Make a climb, make an athletics check, which can be some combination. They're not they don't really have a running start, so they are kind of having to climb up a bit. Um, Aegisar with his uh, they could do the classic uh, army obstacle thing where they're like launching each other up. Absolutely, yeah. They're so they're, they're just train rolling, fighting. You're rolling one athletics check to see if they can get up. Um, so that would just be, so that's, uh, that's 16. Yeah. So as many Goliaths as you want can get up to that, uh, top platform. All right. So you know what? They are as many as I can get up there are going to be up there. Can, can they do that? Uh, as many as there is room for. It gets up there and then just watches these things swarm up. Jeez. Okay. <coughs> that's uh 12. <laughs> and uh, can I just say they all attack uh, the Duke? Yeah, that's absolutely. Jesus. <laughs> oh, that's they, can, they can attack Aberstall too. They're going to attack the Duke. Got it. <laughs> I mean, there's a bunch that can't reach him, but they can reach the Angel. Can, I mean, can we just assume that they're like, they're like all kind of like pouncing in and like yes. ducking out? Right. Okay. So it's two, attack, two rolls. attack rolls. Um, reckless. Okay. He's already. Oh, oh, you said it. You're wi- You're the wind from your breath. Yeah. It. It literally. You pushed it like that. <laughs> okay. So that ends up being okay. So the first one is a uh, thirteen plus five. Listeners, we just witnessed something very 18 sad here. To hit. Uh, eighteen against the Duke. Yeah. Uh, does hit. Does hit, and then that's the one attack, so then this is the second one. And a 15. Uh, it does not hit. Does not hit. Okay, so... So you're doing, like, six... S- yeah. Attacks. Six yeah. barbarian... Six, right. Like, six... Like, they're... they're they, they've been chilling in Valhalla, uh, so they're not used to... They, they've been chilling they, somewhere. Oh. They've been chilling somewhere. Okay. Somewhere. <laughs> Okay, uh, so this is uh, 60, 12. Um, my apologies. Wow, wow. 
What what rolls here, everybody? Okay, so 16, 26, uh, 33, 41, and 52. Oh, he dead. So the Duke literally just gets dukied, wrecked. Like, zombie movie overrun scene. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, Callum is scarred. He gets ooga boogered. Callum. He's already scarred, but like. Yeah, he's, he, looks, he looks pretty scared at the moment. Um, a so, bunch of ghosts so, just jumped yeah, on so the scene. Ghost Goliaths, <laughs> they just swarm onto the platform and they just begin cutting and slashing into the Duke, and you see this arm poof, just fly off the platform, and, poof, and you see a leg. And then, literally, kind of like Windar, you're pretty far away. I uh, can see you just like, see rolling doop, 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 towards you is the Duke's head uh, as these as these Goliaths have swarmed and literally torn him limb from limb. Just like the good old days. Oh no! How much did we just lose? Uh, I don't know how much it would have been picking up from over here. Sorry. Season three finale, everybody. <laughs> Just like the good old days. <laughs> Everybody watching in horror is these spectral Goliaths. They just climb like military style, helping each other get up. Pull, you know, and then the last guy's in the bottom and they just reach down and they just they pull him up and they, and they literally just start wailing on the Duke, pulling him limb from limb and just throwing the pieces. And an arm goes this way, a leg goes that way. Windar, this head just rolls towards you. Oh my... And I can cross him out of the initiative order. Hello, everyone. We'd just like to take this moment to thank our patrons for bringing this episode to you. So thank you to Austin, Brock, Caitlin, Don't Hate the DM, Frederick, Gage, JJ, Jordan, Justin, Kim, L.A. Breton, Michael, Nathan, Necroscope7, Neil, Nicholas, and Phil. Thank you for all your support in helping us keep the podcast going. <laughs>